Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, this month we will be sharing another, we'll have another testimony um, with one of my good, good friends, Heidi Dorlag. Hey, Heidi. Hey. Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> it's been a um, long day, but I'm excited. I am so happy to have you on the Teen You Are Enough podcast. Are you ready to... Oh, first off, let me just... Let me preference this for everybody who's listening. So, Heidi Dorlag is Maggie Dorlag's sister. You guys just heard her testimony the month before. Um, so, I just wanted to get that out of the way in case somebody's like... Um, are they sisters? Nah, just second cousins. <laughs> second cousins. Anyway, okay, so Heidi, I will be asking you four questions. Two are cultural questions, and then two are Christian questions. Are you ready? Five. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, the first one is, where do you wish to live one day? This could be like a different country, city, state, whatever. That's really hard because there's so many different countries I know I, like, want to visit, but, like, living? Yes. Uh, <laughs> dang, that's a hard question. Ugh. What are you doing, Maggie? Shoot. Excuse me, I had an intruder a second there, now I have to regather my thoughts. <laughs> um, I'd really like... To maybe live in uh, the UK somewhere or India. Ooh, that'd be cool. That's kind of like my wish list to maybe live in the UK or something. That'd be cool. Um, the second question is, what do you often like talking about? Like, what's your go-to conversation piece that you start conversations off with or whatever? Well, I don't really know because I have I have issues like even starting conversations, so. I think my go-to would probably be to, like, compliment what somebody's wearing and then go from there. Aw. That's a good one. Okay. Now we are headed into the Christian topics. Christian Christian questions. Okay. Who in the Bible would you like to meet when you get to heaven? Not Jesus. Somebody other than Jesus. Um, I would say Peter. Ooh. Seems Cause. cool. Seems pretty cool. Yes, especially because he's, like, so, like, <laughs> so ridiculous. He'll do something so ridiculous, and then then he'll, like, do something really good. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I like how one second he won't even, like, admit that he even knows who Jesus is. Uh-huh. He's, like, preaching boldly, boldly in the streets, like, oh, yes. so on fire. I just like that. I love that about him. <laughs> okay, last question. And this is going to be, like, a vague answer, and you will see why in just a minute. What will you say to Jesus when you meet him face-to-face in heaven? Um, this is why I said it's vague. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, I can't really even imagine what I'd say, because I don't know what exactly like I feel so I would be like so much farther along like knowing him and everything so mm-hmm. after now will probably change in 10 years oh of course one two three four five sorry I'm, I'm crocheting while I'm doing it just to like keep my mind <laughs> like 
worrying about it, but I I really don't know. It's a good question though. I know. I personally I'd probably be in so much awe that I'm like, I can't even talk right now. I know, that's what I was thinking of like I'd be like, be like Thank don't. you, I love you. I know. And then be like with my eyeballs wide open, like, oh my gosh, I actually get to see you. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Nothing. I just was thinking that it it's kind of like I feel as though it'd kind of be like poetry, like how poetry condenses words into like their finest meaning or something. Uh-huh. Or like their most of their meaning. Feels like something kind of like that. Uh-huh. Words. Okay. Alright. Now is the time for you to share your testimony. It's all you. You get the whole floor. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so much um, where do I even begin <laughs> like been my entire life and everything um, I, think, I think it really got serious in like third grade or something mm-hmm. I used to have like a really well used to well yeah used to <laughs> have like a like really childlike faith you know like mm-hmm. like trusted mm-hmm. so, I, like really like trusted God and I was like all on it and, mm-hmm. every, and I remember I was going to connect which was like radiance yeah old, old school bible study for kids thing I remember that I tried it and they wanted to go see my mom so I actually never even like took it did one class because I was so so nervous <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really enjoyed it like I was memorizing bible verses that was probably the biggest thing for me but mm-hmm. I remember the uh last night of it that I went to the like thing was about like heaven and everything mm-hmm. and it kind of I don't know what about it like really something about what they said like really really scared me I think I like had this idea after that like I don't know how it got in my head that mm-hmm. it wasn't enough or something so like I had to try and earn uh, God or Jesus' love for me so then I wouldn't like die or something mm-hmm. so it like that like one little fear of like losing uh, God or Jesus' love for me and stuff like that caused a mountain of anxiety issues for like the next three years no joke like I remember from that night I had like a major anxiety attack where I like, literally thought I was just gonna die from mm-hmm. it and it was it terrified me. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. I mean, school was a struggle. It really anything was a struggle. Like there'd be days I didn't even want to eat because I was so anxious and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like crazy. Cause I'm thinking I was in like third and fourth grade now this way and everything. And like it really scared me. I remember in church, I would every time they do like the sinner's prayer or something, I'd like. Mm-hmm think that praying that prayer would suddenly like make my anxiety and fear go away but it never did mm-hmm. and everything so after a while it was just like I kind of got used to it like Pastor Lee's message a while ago about the elephant and everything mm-hmm. I got used to it and I just was like well this is what I'm living with now and everything this constant fear of uh, loss really was most of it mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. uh so like one of the things that I got from that period was 
I started thinking about what I was going through and everything. Like, I still believe that God was there and everything. So mm-hmm. I had a hope that one day I would feel the acceptance that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Of all the other people that were going through exactly what I was. Mm-hmm. But didn't have that hope. And it just made me so, so sad. Like, I was just bawling and crying for, like, hours. And my parents went and consoled me. And I was like, I just want to do something to help them you know mm-hmm. and everything <laughs> and it was funny I think I said I want to be a missionary because in my mind that was the only way that I could do that to like reach out uh-huh. and no joke that night they were like hey you want to move to Haiti oh. like shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up it was like so much God hilarious. God, he he is. He really is. He has a <laughs> sense of humor. That is why we all have humor. It's not always like the greatest humor. My I do not have great humor in my opinion, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was really something because it was also like what I moving to Haiti was like something that I've really been hoping for in a way. Mm-hmm. Also, like my greatest fear was like loss. So to move to Haiti, I would have to like lose my entire like family friends culture home mm-hmm. church everything school mm-hmm. so that was pretty crazy how god managed to get me through my literally my biggest fear in my life and just like walk me through that mm-hmm. that was intense and then in haiti about and still like had these anxiety issues and stuff but it had gotten it had gotten a lot more toned down and everything. Mm-hmm. And I went to Radiant Camp uh, with, well, not with my mom that time, but my mom and I flew in to the States, first class tickets, it was amazing, to <laughs> Radiant Camp and everything. And while I was there, I, I just, like, really felt uh, gone. But I was like, well, he doesn't want me. It's basically what my thought process was at that point. And I was just, like, really scared to talk about, like, my feelings and anxiety and everything. So mm-hmm. I was super off and, like, to a distance, which is, I really, now that I'm thinking about it, I do that all the time. But whatever. <laughs> Pray for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> that. And there, there was just, like, this moment during a worship where mm-hmm. it was the song, King of My Heart. And I had never like lifted my hands or really sang bang songs in church that was always super self-conscious about how I looked or like how I sounded really mm-hmm. and I remember just being like okay fine and then I worked I was just like really into it and I was just like singing that song and everything and I just felt something change and afterwards they were doing like uh for 56 the counselor is sometimes mm-hmm. students you know Mm-hmm. my counselor came up to me and she was like what do you need prayer for and I just told her all of my anxieties and like feelings at that point about it and like how I felt Jesus didn't want me and everything and then mm-hmm. she like set me straight she like told me the truth <laughs> does want you and then I just like I felt so much in in that moment like I I can't even describe it I just felt so much love and acceptance and everything and then with her like hugging me and praying over me it was it was life-changing honestly Aww. I never lived I never lived the same sense like I'm not perfect I, mm-hmm. I 
struggle a ton with a lot with my anxiety issues and everything so I wasn't like healed necessarily from that but I was given uh, strength and to, to get through it I was given hope and love mm-hmm. most most of all to get through that and then with that and everything just like knowing that Jesus does want me like he's not angry with me no matter what I've done and everything mm-hmm. or like my sh- like shame he doesn't have any room for that he's forgiven me you know mm-hmm. it was just like a big moment and in your life and everything and then after that it was funny so I had to moving back here it was like recycle again because I had to also again leave my culture my family in Haiti mm-hmm. and everything and like my life there and everything to move back and I was like super angry and I felt purposeless like like it was like that old fear was just coming back like mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't wanted, like, there wasn't a purpose for me and everything. Mm-hmm. If I was out of Haiti, what the heck was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I was struggling with that a lot, and I remember uh, going to Bold again. Mm-hmm. Going to Bold for the first time was, like, a big step, because it was my first... I felt like it was kind of, like, the final nail of me not going back to Haiti. Like, I had only just moved back during that winter and I was still like in a huge area of transition and I felt like if I go to Bold then I'm never gonna go back to Haiti like it's not my home anymore mm-hmm. everything so that was a big that was really really hard and everything but I remember the last day of Bold the prayer meeting I just like it, I realized that God didn't leave me when I moved to Haiti like I felt that love again in the last prayer meeting and it just like sparked a big joy in me for like uh, worship mm-hmm. like worshiping him mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> it's so funny so like at camp I was struggling so hard to even sing King of My Heart and now I'm like learning to be a worship leader and all this crazy stuff that I would never have done I, I would never even gotten on a podcast to be honest like, I talk to anybody <laughs> very silent it's just crazy the things he's been able to do even through everything refining by fire is really really how he works <laughs> I've learned mm-hmm. and everything oh gosh it makes me tear up every time I think about it oh. but yeah so I just it's been it's been an amazing journey and I'm half excited half terrified of what's next <laughs> but it, I know he has me and he loves me mm-hmm. and so it's good mm-hmm. that's really all I got right now so. oh I love it Heidi it looks it's you are phenomenal and I love you and I love your testimony and I love our friendship I love it all too. Mm-hmm. You are awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I hope that this testimony encouraged you. Um, I've known Heidi for, oh gosh, would it be almost two years now? Yeah, I mean, it was I think, Yeah. <laughs> I, think I've known, I think I've known you and Maggie for about two years already, going on three. Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. <laughs> 
I think three next year. So, so it's like, like just some, just summer, but then I remembered it hasn't even been summer because we've all been together. I know. Oh man. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once again, guys, I hope that this encouraged you and I will see you on the podcast next month. Bye. Bye.